Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. When you visit, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can become a sustaining member. Click the Donate page and pick the option that works best for you. We've got a traveling toolkit, 100 Watts and Wire gear, and activity days with prizes. That's 100wattsandawire.com. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Well, hello there from Missouri. Uh, I should probably explain where I am uh, north of St. Louis and uh, even south of us southeast high winds 50 to 60 miles an hour last night pretty heavy now still and i woke up out of curiosity just to see what the antennas are doing in 160 of course with those long beautiful legs has a problem with swr i'm kicking leaves away from my door uh, because a ton of them just blew in here and uh, it's like leaf blower stuff right here so I need to go out and assess the damage. And um, I have a really small little walkie-talkie on me that my girls have because I'm going into the woods. Speaking of my girls, some toys have uh, blown bl- I'm five steps out my door. I mean, it's just picking up uh, things that have blown over. Yeah, pretty nutty. And uh, pretty windy. I don't know. This recording's probably going to be annoying. And I, and I only apologize for the simple fact that it's going to... Good grief. There's a leaf pile already at my door. I'm just kicking leaves, guys. It's just blown right up into my... Uh, i find where the wind's headed. It's pushing out to the north, it seems. You can hear it, but it's real life, man. That's kind of what's going on. Christmas decorations are up, and uh, this this is the kind of thing where um, dead limbs come down, and it's kind of nature's way of giving itself a haircut. In my case, it's all right. That's enough of that. But uh, in my case, oh Lord, I can see my antenna, my uh, two meter four forty on a mast. It looks crooked. It's still up there waving around, but that's that doesn't look good. I'm gonna have to do something with that. Um, but what happened was I turned on the FM, uh, the, uh, the two meter. Oh man, yeah, something's bent up at the top of my two meter 440. I'm gonna have to bring that down. Oh, it's swaying. Uh oh, I see. Ay ay ay. And this is the part of doing business out here. It is swaying like I've broken a, a guy wire or something. It is just going back and forth. Not good. We're going to do a, see if we can do at least a repair to stabilize this thing. Holy. Okay, I see what's going on. Yeah, this is this is a You're just getting the real recording here. Sorry guys. I'm trying to figure out things on the fly here. I put on HF, 
yeah, the wind had come through. It's still up there. It's kind of swaying quite a bit. I've got a guide to three points. And when you know the point that's uh, facing the west uh, is what I need, and it's not there. Hear that? Holy cow. Yeah, so I'm going to be real cold. I don't know if I like it. Uh, I don't know if I like it, guys. There's no fixing that's going to happen here today. It's just too windy. And I suspect we're going to have a lot of down limbs. Uh, the temperature's in the 40s. My antennas are up there, man, but they are swinging. And when I say my antennas are up there, everything but 160 seemed to test okay. When I tested 160 from inside the shack, it was like a 4 to 1 SWR. So that's telling me at least there's a leg down because uh, something's not right. Uh, yeah, and there's a a tree tree down yeah, this is one of these walk and talks where you know for one I'm watching uh, above my head uh, for the widow makers uh, but I just want to I just want to peek out here right now it it is safe uh, I am being safe yeah I can tell let's go to the 160 we're I don't know, we're about 150 feet away from my shack where I've got this thing in the woods. And I can tell because I've got window sashes, these window weights, hold my lines. And uh, yeah, okay, it's the north side. There's a problem on the north side. Oh man, this one here, here's my window weights. You'll hear them, uh, they're, they're blowing around. This, this end's stuck in a, there we go, that one's at least free. But I think it's the other side facing the north. These kind of run north to south. They're slightly off according to, um, you know, a compass. It would be slightly off, but I took the path of least resistance uh, in the woods. And I'm heading out to the toward the north. I can see this leg out here. Something just doesn't look right. I mean, maybe... I don't know why it would test for a 4 to 1 SWR if these lines are still up there. And they're both still up. Which is kind of weird. Could it be that that line... Just touching that tree like that? Maybe. I've always heard that... Uh, if your wire's touching, you know, a tree, it's going to have an effect on your SWR. And I'm like, well, that's my whole world, dude. And sometimes I'm going to be touching. But looking at this, my, li my line now. I don't know, man. I'm trying to figure this out here. Their lines are still up. And that wind's no joke. They're saying about 40 mile an hour winds at the moment. And again, don't don't be foolish and play around like this is not a scenario where you're going to be out just fixing your antenna um, it's not conducive to that and when you're in the woods or the forest whatever you want to call it um, every step I'm taking I'm looking up I'm looking for dead limbs and I'm listening for any any crackling that may be okay so yeah I'm going to take this is a dead tree 
It's not very tall. It's about 15 feet tall, and it's just kind of in the way of my my line. I do kind of want to fix this right now. This is a... I don't have anything to cut it with, but there is a bit of an issue with this tree and a rope. Um, And if anything, it's just kind of not in a great spot. I wish I could push it down, but I just don't have enough. Even at this size, this tree is uh, too big for your boy to mess with. I can push it, but I can't push it over. And it's kind of looped over a limb. Yeah, I see what's up. I don't like that. I'm cutting that MFR. That's what's going to happen to this guy. So I'm a little confused that the line still up in the SWR was, I think it was four to one. We'll check it again, guys. I've uh, I've taken a lot of care and a lot of time and energy to get these lines to be um, pretty secure. My first year or two, I had them like guitar strings, and then I learned, you know, I, I kind of have this inverted V formation for everything, and I had them tight, and they looked beautiful. And then I didn't think, you know, trees happen to move. Even these old oak trees will sway a little bit. Here comes a wind gust again. They tend to move a little bit. And I was snapping my wire like Stevie Ray Vaughan in a solo with tight guitar strings. And that's not what you want to do. So I put um, window weights on the end so these things can move. You know what I don't want it to be? Yeah, a connector. I don't want it to be a connector. I don't want to do that right now. Winter. It's not even winter, it's fall still. Yeah, I don't want to bring this antenna down to change a connector, but it could be possible. The wind is just whipping through. And uh, that could be it. That could be it. The connector could be bad from the coax. Uh, feeding the center that's a ballon up there and that could be the issue because the lines are still up usually I'd get a reading like that um, I didn't check I gotta say I didn't check across the woo! I didn't check across the band to see if it was four to one and that would have been a real indicator that it could have been a connector if it was four to one all the way across the 160 meter band um, I just checked center and it was sort of like uh, you know like nine, uh, one nine zero zero and four to ones yeah four to one's not it all right so it's still up there which is a good thing uh, it could be a connector we just yeah, I'm gonna go and I'll test it again and uh, figure it out but I figured I'd do a little walk and talk with you to see what's going on uh, one problem I do really have now is this 2 meter 440 antenna. It's, tri- it's a triplexer and I need to get that fixed. It's whipping back and forth. The MFJ mask that it's on is fine. But at the top, at the U-bolts, uh, the wind probably hit it and shifted it a little bit. I can tell it's moved. It's not It's not like perfectly straight. And I, pretty, I pretty sh- 
sorry, it's cold. I probably should have done a four-point guying on this. Damn. I should have done is what I should be saying. And uh, this one right now, I'm back at the two-meter 440. It's a, a tri-band antenna. swaying too much for me and my liking I, I need to kind of bring it down and shore it up and if nothing else I need to get a guy wire on that to the west uh, because if this keeps up it may snap so that's a bit of a bummer y'all that's where we are I uh, just wanted to do the walk and talk and see what I could uh, share with you uh, the results of this will have to come at another time it's, the only thing I can really work on at the moment is this uh, two meter 440 guy and I could bring it down at least might save it so that's what we'll do all right guys stay safe this kind of weather you never know it, it ushers in the cold cold of winter and uh, tomorrow is Thanksgiving you'll hear this later uh, but tomorrow is Thanksgiving just to give you a, a frame of reference of the time and what's happening in Missouri I haven't checked uh, the front side of the property for any kind of down limbs, but um, this is this is the kind of stuff that brings down nature's gives itself a haircut. All right, guys, stay safe. We'll catch up, and I'll give you the full details uh, when I figure them out. Seven three. All right, guys, it's part two here. It's amazing what the wind can do. It actually saved me a little bit of yard work, I think. It has blown uh, the leaves kind of down the hill and into somebody else's yard. That's a good thing. So uh, just to um, catch us back up, the, uh, the tri-band antenna, which is a comet, and about 35 feet up, uh, got a little twisted at the top. It is connected by U-bolts on the uh, smaller end of the mast. It's a telescoping mast from MFJ. And I'm really starting to consider how high I need to have this thing up anyway. I'm not trying to work, you know, a contest. It's mostly for emergency situations and to be able to hear what's happening, local simplex and on the repeaters, 35 feet may be, that's fine. I'll keep it where it is, but as the wind has come through, it's got me guessing, you know, how high do I really need it? Um, there's a couple nearby trees. But I did go and work on that a little bit. I brought it down. The wind has died down. It's about 20 mile an hour right now. So uh, it's not quite the uh, uh, 40 to 60 it was last night. That kind of spun it around. So it, it took the U-bolts and sort of uh, spun it a bit. Uh, anyhow way out here in the 160 land we'll go visit my girl but we got to bring her down uh, and I'm listening to trees I'm listening to everything right now uh, one thing you don't want to do is play around with trees and the wind uh, at this point I'm just out here to survey I need I think to fix a connector at the feed line of the 160 antenna. So I've got some rope um, and I, I brought a 
a change and a couple tools to do it. Right now I'm just coming out here out of the winds. It's supposed to, in a couple of hours, be nicer. So what will happen probably is I will just go ahead and and uh, go back in the house, put the blanket back on me, and uh, wait. It's too late in the day anyway for 160, but uh, we get those things where we want to get out here and, and try to fix something as soon as we can. Uh, safety is the most important thing. Um, just out here looking at the trees. This is a 160. It's not ideal situation at all. I mentioned the 2-meter 440 uh, antenna. Uh, it is a tri-band antenna, but uh, my mind is... Uh, I'm forgetting the other, uh, the band. And it's one of those bands that, the, that I don't play around on, on the, on the tri-band antenna. I do the uh, two meter side mostly and I listen to repeaters and listen to the locals and during the weather uh, incidents like this, you know, it gets busy, it's good to have it. And I'm talking about, you know, I'm not working contests, I'm not working microwaves and towers and that kind of thing. With this, it has a different purpose for me. Same is true with 160. It is not and probably will never be as high as it needs to be. We're looking at about 55 feet and it's in an inverted V. It takes up a lot of space. There's a lot of um, wire. I've talked about that almost endlessly, how beautiful I think it is. It's a beautiful antenna, but it's out here in the woods and you know, even under normal conditions, she seems to suffer from issues uh, because things fall down across these lines all the time. Now, my situation here, if I tend to get into this, I'm actually clear of uh, trees overhead if I decide I'm going to bring this down. Uh, bringing it down, though, means I need to take one end of this 80-meter antenna, which is on the same limb. I need to undo that one because that one runs uh, underneath of the 160 end. And so I need to drop down the 80-meter. This is all exciting to me, but it's also effing a little bit cold. And it's uh, damn sure windy. And I'm thinking, you know, do you really want to get involved? But the fact is, I, I hate having these things that are sort of undone. Again, safety is the key. I'm checking the wind. It seems to have died down a bit from even earlier when I came out. And for sure, the overnight wind was, is that kind of scary wind that brings down dead wood. And uh, I call those the widow makers. So right now we're just debating on uh, how we want to proceed. And so this is part two of the installment. I'll probably catch you uh, again in a third piece here. And that will uh, recap what I did do uh, right now. I can, there's no way I can work on this and do it and hold you guys at the same time. Although I love to hug you, son of a bitch. It is almost Thanksgiving. And I should say, I'm thankful for you for your continued support. We've been, we've been at this for several years now together. And... Uh, you guys are always curious to see what I'm up to and supportive uh, as we put out this audio podcast. I do appreciate you. It's a good time to, uh, to stop and pause as, uh, as we go. All right. I think I'm going to do it. I think I'll just bring it down, change this connector, and see if I can get this SWR right. Uh, it irks me that it's not. 
uh, and it seems like we're in a better situation here with wind and uh, if not I'll go back in the house and part three of this thing will say uh, I'll wait it until it was pretty and then I fixed it which could be the case all right guys we'll catch up in the uh, the third piece of this made in America shared worldwide this is 100 watts and a wire all right brothers and sisters part three and the final installment of this impromptu episode wasn't planning on recording anything until the first week of December but you know some things come up and you just got to do it so there you go well <clears throat> the Sun has come out I've been doing some work in between these segments I've changed connectors um, there's three issues one is the uh, tri-band antenna the vertical up there it seems to be doing okay what I did was um, I ended up putting that fourth guy on there and it's it's holding okay you still hear the wind working uh, it's much better than it was earlier and certainly last night we it turns out we had an issue with 160 and moving a branch here it fell down um, 160 and one of my 80 meter antennas the 80 meter is suspect something's up with that one too I did change a connector for it however there's something going on this is a double bazooka and if you've listened to my show over the years we've talked about the double bazooka being a just a great I love it I love it but at the feed point, in the center, those wires are very delicate. I've tried to look at those and considered building it. And, um, you know, I end up buying one. And it's I think that there's a possible break there at the centerpiece of the double bazooka. The odd thing is that, and I need to check one of the ends here, it's kind of acting like there's an end down. Let's see, yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it being down. We gotta check that. But the really bad news here is that 160 uh, seems to have a major issue at the balance. And I, oh, damn, start losing. You know, it seems like every year, every other year, I lose a 160. It's it sucks. I have it up there, and it's a mental thing for me. I don't do so much work on 160 that I, I'm like heartbroken about it. It's like the principle of this antenna that you know I've worked to clear it of trees, but it really is in the woods, and things do fall on it. And I think whatever whipped through here in the 60 mile an hour winds last night did something inside the ballon I'm still holding hope and here's the other part of this is I was just uh, we were just talking with uh, the ham radio 2.0 and the, uh, the youtubers uh, on Jason's channel about uh, Black Friday deals it's before I'm recording this before Thanksgiving and you know I'm 
pretty much ass out of uh, PL259s and what I need. So I can't even really swap this one out right now. And my hands hurt from this morning's uh, effort. I had to do some chainsawing and pulling up the rope in the wind. Man, it's just a... Uh, it's just sort of a... Now the problem with the um, the 80 meter and this 160, they're both in the same tree on the same limb. They've never had an issue. Uh, I'm staring up at... See, man, there's no problems up there. That's the thing. I was thinking I'd come out here and maybe see the end of the 80 meter droopy or sagging or something to give me these numbers. It's... They're not horrible, but they're not true to this antenna and what it was. I'm like 2.8 and up across the 80 meter band, and that's just not consistent with what's what this antenna is. It's a great double bazooka mono band antenna that shouldn't be reading that out unless I had dropped an end down and didn't put it back up, you know, that kind of deal. So, I'm a bit bummed here, man. I think something came across this tree last night in all this wind. And really, I mean, it's not really sagging. That's not sagging. That's not enough to give me a crap reading like I, I had. That's a bummer. So, being that they're both across the same limb and they both had issues this morning, you know. And I saw the 80. I pulled the 80 down. And I could tell that it had been pulled away at the connector. If whatever wind hit this and the one next to it hit them hard. And I could say, oh, okay, there's a problem. Uh, I could also see that the coax is discolored. It's not that beautiful uh, copper uh, inside there. It's also like the, um, is it threaded? I guess you'd call it a threaded uh, coax. It's 213. It's good stuff, but I notice that it's discolored. Uh, that's probably an issue I need to explore. Uh, same is true for this 160. It had a discolored. And I even cut some back when I went to put on new connectors. I put new connectors on both. Uh, same result. So, I don't know. More testing's gonna be needed. The uh, SWR, Coming across the 160 is up in the 7 range. And it, it just feels still like it's a connector issue. I need to order more connectors. Getting back to what I need. The smalls I talked about on Jason's show. Yeah, I need PL259s for 213. And uh, I have some that I could solder. But as windy as it is, uh, getting out with a field soldering iron is, is not going to be great. I kind of need some crimps and I need them now. Like <clears throat> the 80 meter antenna is usable. I could tune it, touch it up. It's just not, there's just something more going on there. Just something where it's not true. That wind, um, hopefully it's not killing the recording. The sun finally came out and it's actually nice not too cold probably in the 40s at the moment the antenna is just not what it should be and so something's wrong 
Well, now I've got a dilemma. I really need to think through this 160 and do I want to continue doing this, man? It's been my girl, but it's just like a girl that's up there. It's like a booty call antenna, for God's sakes. It takes up a lot of space. Uh, space that I could open up in my switcher, man, if I decided I wanted to do something else. It's just I like having it, especially in the winter. This time of year, it's great to have it. So, K0STH, a little bummed out today, man, but uh, I know other places got hit harder. Other people are dealing with more loss than what I'm dealing with. I just can't really get into the testing of it right now. The weather's not ideal for it. Oh, got some thinking to do and I need some ordering. I wish there was a place closer. Uh, it's going to have to be done online. I know there's a Gateway Electronics, but that's not close to me. I think they moved that out further west, which would be a long haul. And frankly, my hands are hurting. My body is ready to uh, to pack it in for this day. Uh, a little concerned about the color of the coax. Uh, the center conductor. Hopefully I got that right. It's not it's not copper, man. It's like dark. It's it's not burnt up, but it's got uh, it's copper mixed with some dark, smoky look about it. Also, I worry about that double bazooka's legs. Damn! I put them up there, nice too. They look great up there, and they're probably usable. But seven something SWR, man, that ain't right. I will check, um, hopefully tomorrow morning or Friday, I'll check the connectors at the switcher end. I don't see anything there on that side, which is not close to this area. It's a bit of a run. I'll check that. And uh, that's about it. I do have an 80 meter up there that serves more the uh it's inverted so it's kind of an omnidirectional but uh there is a bit of a change in the pattern uh and that one has its ends facing east to west so it serves and here's a little bit better to the north and south the one in here in question uh, its ends face north to south so it serves uh, the broadside east and west so man it's always something that's the thing about this hobby is it's always something I was hoping to get through this weekend without, you know, much drama. What are you going to do? All right, friends, this is a quick one, just snapping it off. I hope you uh, you have or uh, had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Stay safe in these uh, crazy conditions. This is the kind of weather that ushers in winter hardcore around here. And uh, a lot of it hit to the south of us, so I know... There was others. All right, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. And by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.